Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. What's going on, y'all? Gazerbeam 2K back here with the Gust of Wind podcast. Co-host Subin is to the left of me? The right of me? Where are you? Uh, Somewhere. I'm somewhere beside you at a plane of existence. He's right here, stupid man. Uh, it's Monday night. We're on. We're doing another Monday podcast, man. Should we just move the whole podcast to Mondays? Is that just a thing we should do now? I mean, we have uh, Milwaukee and NAIC coming up, so that's kind of getting in the way. So yeah, probably, probably Monday yeah, nights so, uh, from now on. I know a lot of people. You guys waiting like Sunday, like when's the gust to win? And I know all three of you guys are waiting for it. Hold your horses. It's gonna be, it's gonna be on Mondays from now on. Uh, Sue, man, good weekend, busy weekend. Talk uh, to me real quick. The the boss man went to Colossal Con for six days. Uh, so I worked every day. Uh, so I haven't had a day off. I don't get a day off until Thursday. Uh, so I'm just trying to do what I can when I can. How about you? Big Bang Steuben, I see you. Um, this weekend, I actually went to my very first ever 1K. Okay, okay. We'll talk about that in a little bit. Yeah, I definitely got some stuff to say about that. Met a few, uh, few people. Okay, okay. Uh, interesting time. Uh, switched decks last second. Like, I, it was, I had, like, one deck, two deck. I, I switched last second. And it felt like the right call. Misplayed a couple times. But I also had a turn where I went, like, Ultra Instinct and just... I played, like, a Zach Lesage or somebody like that, man. Oh, yeah, crazy. yeah, yeah. Speaking of him, we are joined by none other than Zach Lesage. How's it going, oh, Zach? Welcome, on, everyone. How you feeling today? Zachary, my yeah, I'm man. feeling great today. I mean, awesome, it's, uh, awesome. it's a little bit of a rainy day up here uh, in uh, America's hat. But other than that, it's... Uh, we're big chilling. Had a pretty good weekend myself. Thanks for asking, guys. Appreciate it. Um, it's one of those things where, uh, yeah, it's uh, didn't really do too much. We just got back from Vancouver the week before, and I mean, I think what next weekend's Milwaukee. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. So just kind of using this week to uh, test my butt off with the Astral Radiance format, and should be a really exciting. It's an exciting time for anyone who enjoys Pokemon. New packs, new decks, new everything. That's the fun stuff. If no one knows what is after someone said America's hat. I think he he's, he means Canada. Yeah, Canada. <laughs> he's the land of uh, the maple syrup and uh, yeah. My favorite part. Speaking of, of hats, is the poutine. Um, uh, poutine all day. Speaking man. of hats, it's so good. It's so good. It's a good choice. <laughs> I'm, I've never tried it. I, I can't say I have. But no. I mean, speaking can, of speaking of can, hats, we can make it for you. It's fine. You can make it. Uh, yeah, you just go to the store and buy cheese curds and, and you make your own gravy and fries and it's easy peasy. Emily and I did it a few weeks ago after uh, Passman to like dared us to do it, and I, it was really good. It was really good homemade, yeah. I mean, if you're putting cheese and gravy on anything, it has to be kind of good, right? Like, let's be real. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think it's one of those things where we could put that on top of steak. That'd be really good. We could put that on top of cereal. Probably not as good, but probably gets. Oh, steak, steak, fr- steak fries with with gravy and cheese. Oh, Ooh. Ooh. I'm gonna leave that to you guys. I'll just stick with my uh, McDonald's. I think you I can mean, technically McDonald's get is McDonald's you, is fire. You can technically get um poutine at McDonald's in some places in Canada, right? We have it at every McDonald's. Okay. Okay. <laughs> really? Every fast food has their own poutine. Uh, uh, as the Quebecois, we have to say uh, poutine. Uh, so it's one of those things where uh, you, you get it everywhere. The because we have like a division of the A and W that y'all have out somewhere. Uh, I know that there's some out there. Um, even like our Burger Kings, our Wendy's, 
all these places that are all like global chains, they have they have their own unique take on it. It's kind of like you can't go anywhere, like anywhere without it. It's uh, they're trying to shove it down our throats. Oh but man, I really... would I would try all of them. <laughs> Back in my twenties, uh, uh, my college days, we'll call it that. After a night of uh, studying and playing Pokemon cards, pretend it's different anywhere. Oh yeah, that uh, early pre-hangover food, basically. Oh yeah, yeah, that's awesome. That's awesome. I'd love to try all the different varieties of it. I've always seen a restaurant chain called Smoke Smokes or whatever. Have you heard of them? Yeah, oh, Smokes Pretend. We have one like five minutes from my oh, house. Oh man, I'm jealous. I've always like I've always wanted to go. I see all these videos on TikTok of it. And I'm like, oh man, I want to go so bad. They're pretty cool. They're pretty cool. Um, not necessarily like super traditional, but they're good. Okay. It's uh, okay. one of those things where like I think you got to go there once and make your own opinion. Okay. I can dig it. I can dig it. So you are a YouTuber extraordinaire, the host of the late night series, uh, competitive player. You won uh, one of the Players Cup tournaments. Um, Players Cup two, wasn't it? Number two. Players Cup number two. Yeah. Two. So you've got uh, a whole career under your belt uh, for the Pokemon trading card game. So we're definitely stoked to have you on and get some insight and some knowledge and share it with some of the people that enjoy any of it at all. So. Again, thanks for being here. Yeah, and just to speak for myself, uh, Zach, man, uh, you're an inspiration to me, my guy. Um, just the, the the way you uh, approach the game, the way you play the game. You're not – I know you – you're a great player. You're a talented player. But the fact that you host this late night weekly and it takes away from you, you know, getting the play and getting the test for yourself and you still find the time to put those YouTube videos, man, that's just inspiration. I can't find a moment to make YouTube, man. It's, it's so tough, man. YouTube is hard. And the fact that you grind that out, man, salute <clears> to you. You I gotta a, give a I gotta give a huge shout out to uh, Nespresso. Uh, shout out to the Nespresso machine that's uh, keeping me caffeinated twenty four seven. Even though inside I feel like I'm dead half the time, and uh, hopefully it doesn't come out in the videos or anything else. That that's the that's the three o'clock to four o'clock uh, in the morning special. So uh, shout out to Nespresso. We appreciate you. Salute. Gotta stay caffeinated, <laughs> man. But no, you you have a video out almost every day, like almost daily uploads. Um, so you rarely miss a beat on that. How do you keep that, uh, keep that going other than caffeine? How do you keep that daily um, focus going? You want to, what it's, a, I think it's, um, I hear a lot of talk about like the grinds and stuff like that. At the end of the day, um, Pokemon, I do Pokemon full time. So it's not like I do it full time or whatever. Like I live out here in Canada, pretty expensive. Um, third most expensive city in Canada, Barry, about 40 minutes North of Toronto. Oh um, my God. So it's one of those things where if I miss a YouTube upload, uh, that could be me and my family missing a meal. Uh, and it's not like I'm not in a position where it's like I'm going to miss a meal over one upload or anything else like that. Um, but it's the same way that like, even if you don't want to necessarily do something someday, everyone has their days where they don't want to wake up and they want to call into work. And then you look at it and you're like, hey, I need to get paid. So it's not to say that Pokemon's only a paycheck at this point or anything else like that. I truly have passion in Pokemon and I mean, I wouldn't be putting 16, 18 hour days into Pokemon otherwise, but mm -hmm. um, sometimes you got to be motivated by something. Uh, so really just being able to survive first and foremost, um, the growth of the channel is something that is me, myself. And I mean, of course, I have friends and sponsors and uh, the community that uh, we, we all have to cheer us on along as we go. I'm sure both of you experience that as Twitch streamers. You're like, it's definitely part of that community effort. Um, so seeing that growth is really cool, too. Um, some days are tougher than others. 
where it's just like, hey, you want to know what? We all have a bad month on Twitch or YouTube. And you're like, hey, you want to know what? Views are down. This is down. Does everyone hate me now or anything else like that? But um, I think it's really just in, in strive towards something. I know that um, I was really pushing for it more when I was trying to get to the 10,000 subs, um, which we got there uh, mm -hmm. about a month back or something like that. Let's go. Let's go. But uh, yeah, no, it's sick. But it's like, where do you go from next, right? Like, where do you go next? Is it 15K? That number doesn't sound right in my head or anything else like that. So it's like, I think the next big platform on uh, YouTube is, uh, is 100,000, which is obviously a ways away. And I mean, there's a lot of great content creators like um Mahone and I think uh, I think Frost of Caribou actually just got there but it's one of those things where like I don't know what's next until I get to that point so I'm just trying to figure out this in between I'm I'm going okay. through those awkward teenager uh, growing pains right now and we're uh trying to rediscover and become the best YouTube content possible awesome. well hey man keep growing and keep doing your thing I think it was uh, the great Canadian uh philosopher and philanthropist um Drake once said let's see what's about to happen next so okay, <laughs> I'm just waiting to see what you know what you <laughs> what you got in store for us next, man. I, I don't think I've ever heard of their work, Gazer. Can you enlighten me? <laughs> I'll, I'll send you a link later. Okay, all right. Gazer, where did you start? Did you start? Did you start it from the bottom? <laughs> and now I'm still at the bottom. Now, yes, now you're here. I'm oh still at the bottom. Oh my god. <laughs> all yeah. right, let's uh, let's do this six prize turn. We're gonna ask you six random questions. Uh, they're kind of predetermined, kind of not. Just give us the fastest, most honest answer you've got. Gotcha. Uh, we'll start now. What's your favorite dessert? Ooh, Nanaimo bars. I think y'all don't have those. Mm, never Another Canadian thing. Nahua, huh? They, it's like, ah. Well, let's go with brownies. Let's go with brownies. Okay. We'll no, no, no. Describe Nanaimo bars to us real quick. Okay, I have to pull this up because I don't know how to describe it. <laughs> Gotta thank you, Google search. Um... <laughs> It's one of those things which is so good. I can't I can't describe it. It's so okay, good. Like it's like a chocolate. Okay, so there's like this coconut graham cracker kind of ish crust. It's okay. like a dessert bar. Um Okay. And then it's got this like cream filling. Mm-hmm. Um, and then it has like this uh chocolate top. I like chocolate. Okay. They're pretty delicious. Like I I mean we they're uh they're from BC. Okay. Uh, British Columbia, British yeah. Columbia. Lots of great things. So yeah, a wafer, custard icing thing, and then a chocolate ganache on top. They're pretty delicious. And they're is, is something you can like to walk into a I'm store and like buy? Yeah, is we it... could go to the grocery store and buy it. Our Starbucks out here have them. Okay. Cool. Oh, Canada's a All different right. country. Well, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. But... <laughs> of course. So when I make my way to Canada and I, I come to see Zach Lasage, if you, if you get a couple of minutes if you come to the six, we will drive around the six and we will have all the Canadian foods. Let's get it. Let's get it. Let's get it. <laughs> all right. Uh, question number two. Uh, what's your biggest PTCG accomplishment? Ooh, um, I'm going to have to go with um, the Players Cup, too. I think okay. that's uh, it, it's hard to like quantify that one exactly because like how many entrants actually were there that were grinding out for those tournament tickets to try to qualify. Um, if that's uh, if we're going to go with our inside content it's if it's um not ptcgo and if we're going with in real life got this one from uh oceana international is 2020 so coming second uh -huh. there that was huge with um Reshram and charizard gx toolbox oh i saw that on youtube i did watch that youtube video i remember that so that one was cool um but yeah so toss up between those those are definitely my two uh big ones that i hold near and dear to the heart awesome okay. uh current sleeves deck box and playmat of choice 
Ooh, okay. So sleeves, I am a huge Ultra Pro simp. Um, it's one of those things where I love the Eclipse sleeves. And I'm like, I'm not like a normal like person. If you ask me, like, do you play matte or gloss? I actually just don't know the difference. I like the way that Eclipse is shuffled. I like, seriously, I just can't tell. You think you like Zach can tell. I'm not paying attention to sleeves that much, but the Ultra Pro Eclipses overall have been amazing. Um, deck box, I also just rock around with this one, but um, That's I don't know, it's one of the tower ones. I used to be sponsored by Ultra Pro, but I love their sleeves regardless. Dragon Shields cut off my sausage fingers. Um, Playmat, I'm pretty plain Jane nowadays. I have a bunch of playmats, but I'll just play the one that they give me like at the regionals. Um, Less you got to take with you. Which one? What's right? That's less you have to take with you when you go. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I think that's where I'm at. My bag gets heavy throughout the day, and I mean, if I'm worrying about a heavy bag, I'm not worrying about the game in front of me. So at regionals, I have Matt, so I just set out for you guys. You get no, 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 check no. in. You, um, you know, there's like sixty bucks to get into the regionals or whatever. Like, yeah. cost money. They give you like a play mats. Well, they give you a play mat and like a promo card. That's it. For the most yeah. part, so give, they give you a little bit more, and they'll give you some like uh, other Ultra Pro sleeves or whatever sponsors BCW sleeves or whoever they're sponsored by. But um, yeah, exactly. That's the. Yeah. I don't think I have a play mat there. Oh, maybe I do have. I have uh, uh, from yeah. the team challenge stuff. I sometimes I have a back yeah. of one of my hotel room. Go. Yep. So just whatever. I mean, um, I just like it being pretty simple. Mm-hmm. I have a Marnie playmat that my wife found somewhere, and I I use it from her. So true. Yeah, Marnie's so, cool. We yeah, stand Marnie in this episode. <laughs> Next question: um, What's your favorite dairy product? Uh, that's a toss-up between butter and heavy cream. Um, I'm mm. a French. I'm a French-trained uh, classic chef. So it's one of those things where we use a lot of uh, the heavy cream and the butter. Um, when it comes to like milk or anything else like that, I try to go uh, non-dairy whenever possible because I low-key think I'm lactose intolerant. <laughs> but like I'm not diagnosed or anything or anything. I, but I'm pretty sure I am. Oh yeah. My my old my old body feels like I am. Uh, if I have <laughs> the choice to get like almond milk or oat milk, I'll take it if I can. Hundred percent. Hey, being lactose just keeps you regular. That's why I look at it. Just keeps you guys, you know, and, and just everything flows out. You're good. Okay. 100%. All right. Uh, if you had to uh, eliminate one of these off the surface of the earth forever, pizza or pasta? Sheesh. I'm eliminating pizza. Okay. This guy. I'm, I'm I mean, I guess. I, I like both, but I guess you're right. Because, you know, you can do a lot more with pasta, too. I guess you're right. But pizza slaps, um, though. Don't get me wrong. Pizza slaps. Normally, it's the six prize turn. I have an extra bonus question. This is a. We, we hit sudden death. Everybody took six prize. We got a sudden death question. So um, here's, here's question number six uh, Small of or the chunk? I know you've seen the new reveals, right? I have to go with LeChonk. LeChonk really? Le Ch- gotta... <laughs> Zach LeChonk? Yeah. Oh, yeah, oh my god. You gotta make it like a new mascot eventually. Get emotes oh, yeah, for yeah. it or that something. One, that one's fire. We like, That'd we be like hilarious. that one. But That'd small is so small that, I mean... They, 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 a... they knocked that one out of the ballpark, I think. I think they, they crushed that one. Whoever's invented Pokemon right now, is are the, they're my kind of people. I like. It's, like yeah, mo- it's like millennials are naming them now. Like, oh yeah. Well, it's like a small op- so uh, it's very smooth. So small, <laughs> it's smooth. Yeah, and that thing's kind of chunky. So uh, the chunk. Okay. <laughs> All right. Bonus question. Sudden death question. Um, toilet paper, overhand or underhand? Here we go again. Come on, Gazer. Just let it die. Honestly, if you're even able to put it on the toilet paper roll holder, I don't know how much y'all have that much time. You want to ask how I'm getting those extra videos out? I don't have time to change the toilet paper roll. <laughs> <laughs> it's, uh, uh, 
Don't oh. worry, I'm still wiping everybody. I'm still wiping. It's one of those things where it's you just heard it here first. Of there. You heard it here first at the Gust of Wind podcast. Zach massage and not use toilet paper. I've seen the memes where like they put it through the side of the roll, not the hole. That's that's what you got going on, right? Yeah, I mean, uh, I, I actually don't know whichever whichever way works. We want to keep it as clean as possible up in here. Now, now, Michelle, your wife, does she have an issue with any kind of any way you set it on there or anything like that? Anything? I No, no. She's like, I feel like I'm the one that tries to set it more than she does sometimes. <laughs> so it's one of those things where, I don't know, we're both so busy. And I mean, uh, yeah, it's we're both busy. She's in school full time. I do Pokemon full time. We got the dog. We got the six guinea pigs. You heard it here first. The Zach Lestage household has so many animals. They do not wipe. They do not use toilet paper. <laughs> Zach said it himself. You heard it here first. He has a bidet. Whatever it's fine. It's... <laughs> but yeah, that's a six prize turn, Zach. Thanks for uh, doing that with us, man. No worries. Oh, that was that was <laughs> hilarious. Ah, uh, Gazer, you got to stop with the toilet paper, man. I, I I'm trying to tell you guys, man. There's a certain way this is supposed to go, and you if guys. If you start asking it. every single guest we have about how they put toilet paper on the roll, <laughs> we're gonna get canceled See, someday. So, but I had another question for you too. Look, if you're looking for any, uh, I don't know if you're looking for any Astro Radiance, uh. Packs or cards. Well, look, I have two building battle packs right this here. This is not a bit. This is not a bit. You're just a scammer. It's okay. It's oh. not a bit. It's right. not a bit. <laughs> Forget it. I'll just open them myself. Forget it. I mean, you should. You should open them yourself. Maybe you'll have a deck that isn't single strike. I'll tell you about my deck later. I did something completely different. I'll tell you later. Yeah, you. But no, uh, you, you played in a one k. Uh, I mean, I did. We'll go. We'll go super quick on that. Go for it. Yeah, I played in my first ever 1K, my first ever big tournament. I, I barely started playing IRL again, like, the last two months. Uh, everything had been online, and then when I was, like, you know, a wee lad, when I was, like, nine years old, I was playing, you know, in real-life in real life events. But uh, I went IRL last couple months, went to my first 1K, um, ran into the uh, Azul out there, Azul GG, shout out to Azul, ran into uh, Gabe Smart, a few other streamers, a few other uh, homies from Twitch and stuff like that. Uh, it was here in Fresno, California. A lot of them came down from Sacramento. A couple came down from L.A. People travel far and wide for this uh, 1K, man. They usually 52 do. 52 participants. Yeah, I didn't know that. Yeah. I did not know that. They get pretty popular. So yeah, they're trying to have the next one at a bigger venue because uh, they think there will be more people now. Um, Azul won the whole thing with Mew, of course. He he, he talks about how he's going to quit Mew, and Mew's letting him down, and he goes and wins a, a 1K with it. So he took home, like, 20-some-odd packs, uh, Five hundred dollars and some more stuff. I don't know. I forget, man. He he won another thing. He's always winning. What was your but, um, what was your record? Well, yeah, me myself. I didn't win at all. But um, my first one, I feel like I did okay. I made a last second decision. I was gonna run with uh, don't laugh at me, Zach. I was gonna run with uh, Lilligan at first. Oh, okay. I'm not getting judged. I thought I thought you were gonna judge me. Okay. I was waiting for a response. Me too. I thought you were gonna judge me. It's just it's I just like Lilligan. You, it's grass welder. Okay, that's okay. I like that. You know Zach. what I'm saying? Like, you know me, I played Welder for like a couple of years, and everyone's like, oh, Zach only plays fire types. I'm like, Gardenia, she's my girl. Like, Welder got reincarnated. I'll we tell you one her. thing Lilligant is a very mid rangey deck. Um, I can have an explosive like turn two. My turn two could be huge. I have the uh, I have the Gardenia. I use the V Star power. I go grab, you know, grass energy, and I, I play with Flapple. I play a Flapple build, and I get my Flapples and my um, Cricketunes. And I busted turn two. I'm knocking something out. I'm hitting something really hard. And then, like, the next turn, I'm like, well, now what do I do? Because I'm out of grass energy. I'm, I don't have Gardenia. I'm struggling to find something with, like, a pokey gear. So I found myself struggling, you know, mid-game. I could hit mid-range damage. You know, I could hit, you know, hit, you know, get take two hit knockouts. 
and get knocked out too. It's because I'm, you know, with a cricket tune, I have 300 HP. So they have to knock me out. You know, it's two for two, two for two. Mm-hmm. But by mid game, I'm out of gas. So I switched decks last second. I went with Reggie. I went Reggie Gigas. Um, played pretty well. It hits what it's supposed to do about 75% of the time. And like, that's literally like all the Reggies in play, enough energy in this card pile. But that 25%, it can cost you a couple turns. But the thing is, this deck can fall back a couple turns. Um, I did pretty well. Misplayed like once or. Uh, I had one game where I misplayed like four or five times because I was playing against another single prize deck. And it was a weird single prize box. And I did not know what was going on. And he didn't understand my deck. We were both misplaying. And he figured it out mid game. I couldn't figure it out to like the, the last game. And then game two, I'm like, I'm going, I'm going, I'm going. But we took so much time, ran out of time. I had one prize left. Time was up. Nothing I could do. But um, I finished painfully average. Like, if I asked you the most average way to finish a, a 1K, what, what would you say that is, Zach? Well, six, ra- uh, six rounds. Six, uh... Three and three seems yeah. pretty, like, two, four. Do you want two, four? Is no, what... even more average. Well, I, I think like that's below average, actually. <laughs> I'm like, fine. I love it's not, slightly above average. Now. Slightly more average. I finished two, two, two. Oh, okay, that's fine. That's fine. Okay, because I was gonna be like, if you're saying one five is average, homie. <laughs> I mean, I, I, I'm not trying to plug my Metafy coaching here, but it's one of those things where one five ain't average. We could uh, grow that up there. Check the uh, links down below. Zach Lesage for uh, Metafy coaching. Check it down below. He's right. It's right there. Someone's gonna put that in there in the description. Um, but no, I finished two, two, two. Um, out of 52 participants, I finished 26. Like, literally right there in the middle. That's perfect. We I mean, it. at least the ties are points. <laughs> I mean, you're, you're not Compared wrong. to losses. I mean, you certainly could do worse. I mean, that's one yeah. of those things where... Two, 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 that's way better. I wasn't even thinking about ties. But, yeah, I, I, I mean, two, when you're trying two, to two. think about, like... I don't know. Did you ever put two of the, the same Reggie in play by accident? No. At one game, I had to because I needed... Uh, I, I couldn't... I was dead drawing. So I had to go yeah, to yeah. Reggie Drago to try to draw, you know, both turns. And yeah, then he yeah. got clever, and he bossed up my Reggie Rock instead. And you're like, no way, bud. <laughs> yeah, but then I had to scoop on that. So I'm like, fine. So I just picked up the other the other Reggie Drago, and then I was able to hit it from there. But yeah. Okay. But other than that, no, I didn't have any issues like that. Uh, it, it, it worked. If I missed a turn, by turn, by a second turn, I was good to go. Uh, my last match against Mew, uh, which would be an easy auto win, uh, he beat me the first game pretty bad. I just couldn't get anything going. Like so one time, that's one game I couldn't get anything going. Game two, I I flowed, I clicked, no problem. And game three, we ran out of time, so we tied. So, yeah, I could have tied if I didn't lose the uh, to the single prize deck. Uh, if I won that one, I would have been on a, in a winning end. But then since I uh, since I lost, the guy went on to a winning end. He didn't make it anyway. He bubbled out a, a knife. Oh. But I lost or not lost, but I played four of the top nine uh, players. Four to top nine. So I feel like I did pretty good. Yeah, I went two, two against No, two, two, one, one against them. So yeah. I did okay. I think yeah. I'm going to stick with Reggie for a while. Just got to tweak it a little bit. But uh, that's my first big 1K. And Zach, man, I was, I was kind of excited about it. I was like, I'm, I'm doing okay. I'm not, I'm not playing dumb. I had one turn I went like Ultra Instinct, like Goku, and like the, the deck could, took control of me. I had no idea what I was doing. I was just making plays left and right. Perfect plays, grabbing, grabbing knockout on Arceus. And I was just like, what just happened? How did I do that? You, like, snap That's back it. into reality or whatever? Yeah, exactly. Like, where am I? I got a knockout? Wow. Wow, I took a prize card. <laughs> exactly. Oh, my God. But no, you, it, was a, it was a good time. Did you have fun? That's all that matters. Did you have fun? I did. Good. I did, I did. I stuck around the whole time to watch Azul uh, end up beating uh, Arceus Charizard VMAX. Okay. Okay. Yeah. We got a guy around here, local guy, Flavio. He plays a lot of... In your late nights, matter of fact. No, like, Flavio's Flavio yeah. the homie. Flavio's yeah. playing in the late nights. I mean... 
Shout out to everyone who plays in the late night. Shout out to those who don't too. Shout out to everybody. Yeah. Shout out to everybody. Just everybody. Anyone. Yeah, yeah but no, Flavio plays in your late nights a lot. He plays he plays them but Charizard Arceus. Charizard Arceus. And he uh he brought it to, to this 1K and he got to the finals, lost to Azul, but uh he ended up beating a Palkia deck to get to the finals. I'm like, how'd you beat Palkia? But he's he's got the math figured out, he knows what what to do. His tech is uh I don't know if I should leak the sauce, but I'm gonna leak it. It's a weird ear. Okay. Weird ear. Oh, yeah. the one that's like heat ran, but Colorless type? Uh-huh, that one. Random Weird Ear V. So he gets enough energy in play, and then randomly, if there's a Palkia, just Weird Ear him, and then boom. Yeah, they, and have, that's they, have, they have to check it. Like, if they don't... I like, like it Picasso. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then he also... He said, he'll put down the Weird Ear, and then he'll put down the uh, Heatran, uh, the Radiant Heatran. And you know, with that Heatran, if that, uh, if that ability it builds up, you know, uh, it can knock out something major with, like, what, four damage counters on it? Yeah. Five damage counters? Four. So, yeah, so... Yeah, he forces me to have to take up a weird ear or take up a, a heat trend. So he 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 knows his matchups. So I think I'm gonna go to, down that route and just ma- you know start majoring and just you know focusing on one deck. It wasn't gonna be single strike, but in a tempo Sino kind of it ruined everything. So now I'm gonna focus on uh, the Reggies. Okay, per- almost perfect transition there though. Talking about the late night. Uh, so what night, what yeah. what got you wanting to start doing the late night ultimately? <clears throat> Um, I mean, a little bit, uh, a little bit like at the early start of the pandemic, I was running some, uh, kind of discord tournaments. I saw how everyone transitioned, like the play limitless platform is still like pretty new. So I was like, oh, you want to know what? I, I talked to some of my sponsors cause PTCGO store has, um, been a really big sponsor of me throughout my entire like Pokemon over the past few years. Um, so I was like, yo, let's, uh, let's make something happen. And they're like, yeah, we love the idea. Let's do it. And, um, my idea was. I've been playing Pokemon since 2005 competitively, um, mm-hmm. and I've always wanted to just like run a tournament. And for me, it's one of those things where um, I, I have ideas to run tournaments, and a lot of these like uh, tournament organizers are old school, or they might not have the tournament um, experience. Like, if someone's ever been to one regional in their life, I've been to a hundred probably, and it's one of those things where, yeah, no, I've, over the years, like it's one of those things where I built up all this tournament experience. I think I have a really good idea and knack for like what does well in a tournament and what doesn't do well. That's not to say that we haven't had any growing pains over the way, but I think we've been able to kind of cushion over a lot of it and just run um, excellent tournaments. Because I'm able to run it um, myself, judge it myself, cast it myself, um, virtually without any issues. So it's one of those things where I, I really just like uh, giving back to the community whenever possible. I think uh, running tournaments is super cool. Um, I really do like having a role as a tournament organizer. I mean, it does give me a lot of opportunities to just kind of see how the metagame has, like, a heartbeat, like, from a bird's eye view. Because not every op- not every single day you get to, like, look into a tournament and be like, you can look through all the pairings and I have access to everything. I mean, it, it, it's kind of obsessive. I love it. Yeah, that's that's one of the nice things about Limitless is, like, all the deck lists and everything's there. We're, like, with Arcanine and, like, the Tom software, it's a convoluted mess sometimes. And sure. yeah, to be able to have all the results and everything right in front of you. And like, it's been awesome to see, like, honestly, like it's a, it's been a massive influence uh, over for, even for the regional metagame, honestly, like people look at the results of late night consistently every week and be like, oh, cool. This performed. Oh, wow. This deck did good. And then you see people who play with like, this off the wall deck, all of a sudden their decks getting featured in all these different content creators, videos, giving them a little bit of light of day too. Uh, so it's it's got its own like living, breathing organism kind of feel to it, and it's super awesome to mm-hmm. see it still flourish and continue on. Yeah, no, one hundred percent. I mean, I think uh, 
at the end of the day, that's what it's all about. But I mean, I got to ask myself, what would I be doing otherwise on those things? I mean, I could always find something else to do, but I really do enjoy just running them. Um, and I think that's one of those things where I, I grew into a role that I didn't necessarily know that I wanted to be a part of. And I mean, here we are. We just started season five. Um, season season five starting off hot. Super excited about it. It's yeah, I remember awesome. a time when it was um when it was uh, a few online tournaments going on, and yours had some staying power. I mean, we had chill. Not you know, I missed the chill tournaments. I missed boy chill. And then um you know if if you didn't play in chill, you played in the late night. You know, and then late night it got even later, and you had the late late night and things like that. But um. Throughout all the different incarnations and iterations, you know, you stuck around and, you know, you're in season five and it's just, it's, it's a big thing, man. <laughs> it's a big thing. Even with, even with RL play, you know, back now in the regionals, you had to move, you know, had to move a couple of days around, but I mean, it's still, you still pull in numbers with these tournaments, man. Yeah. No more on the Mondays because people travel back on Mondays, including mm -hmm. myself. And I can't run the tournament from the plane. Well, I mean, I could, but that plane Wi-Fi is, uh, it's the forbidden fruit that the, the car does not want to play oh, <laughs> swipe man. on. If there's anything that I'm cheap on, I, it's, I'm like, okay, you want to, I'm going to sleep on the plane anyways. I'm one of those people that no matter what, it could be early night, late night, caffeinated up, Starbucks, triple macchiato, IV, <laughs> on the plane, I pass out instantly. It's it's my uh, skill set. I don't know if it's something to be proud of or not, but. That's pretty impressive. I would probably be like, oh, anxiety, I can't sleep on this thing the entire <laughs> time. I have, you know, I, I yeah, hell, hell, I can't sleep half the time anyway, so. <laughs> I can't imagine uh, passing out in a plane. Yeah, I mean, it's the one place where I truly get to sleep, right? I don't need to worry about anything else. And I mean, if I if I don't wake up, so be it. See how it goes. <laughs> so with yeah. <laughs> with basically though, uh, it like I said earlier, it's kind of like it's defined the meta. Um, do you think that people will use it to uh, continue on with like? Milwaukee prep and NAIC prep. Do you think uh, people will continue to look at these online results even after like this season concludes? We go into the next season next year. Do you think there's still like a place side by side for online results to translate to paper results? So I mean, um, in some ways, yes. I, I think that there's people are going to look at stuff, but in other yeah. ways, I think there's going to be other ways where um, I, I think that online players and in real life players are starting to separate a little bit more. Uh, we saw that there was a lot of the strongest players in the game and uh, big name content creators, stuff like that, that were playing in these tournaments. But I think that there's a lot of, um, there's also a lot of players that just aren't necessarily um, playing anymore. Some of the decks are like, there's no cost entry to the late night series or any of these tournaments. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, people will sign up last seconds with seconds to spare, toss in whatever homebrew deck that they've never tried out before. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it's not the same thing as like if you even look at Gazer's experience where it's like you want to know what we're going to Fresno for the uh, the 1k Azul's there Gaze Smart's there you have great players playing great decks who are really practicing the night before because they have an edge mm -hmm. so even like with money um, in the late night series because we've offered thousands of dollars of prize support um, even like some nights we do 500 even if we've had some Metafy sponsored ones that one I think was a 2k one mm -hmm. but um, I think there's a, there's a lot of things just going on there. So I think um, it, it's separate. I feel like it's separating a little bit, but I don't think we've ever actually had a super active online scene with a super active in real life scene. I know that there was a few of those Poke Beach tournaments back in the day that they run through like their Discord server and stuff like that. Um, I don't think we've ever had anything as robust as what we have with Play Limitless nowadays. Um, and I don't think that's a lot of... Like, I think now we have some staying power. We'll see what curbs force. I mean... 
the world's been completely unpredictable over the past couple of years. So I think having online tournaments run side by side with in real life tournaments is the only thing to do. Um, I'm sure there's players who, for reasons that they may or may not want to say publicly, will be able to play events or not be able to play events. We give them an opportunity to be playing events. Um, we give people who might be, um, they, they, their health might be compromised if they're attending or going outside. I mean, yeah. this gives them an opportunity to have a taste of Pokemon. So, I mean, mm -hmm. I think it's full circle. And I mean, for financial reasons, I know that there's some people that probably got hurt during the pandemic as well. I mean, it, it's not, it hasn't been easy for everyone or anyone. Um, so I think that there's a lot of opportunities to play online. So yeah, it definitely um, does have an effect on the metagame to some degree. I think it's a little bit lesser than it was when the whole game was online only about yeah. four months back. But yeah. um, <clears throat> trust me, I'm, I'm, looking at the, <clears throat> I'm looking at those lists. I mean, we see a lot of players see success online and in real life. And I think uh, that's, that's the coolest thing. Yeah, that's been awesome to see a lot of players who have uh, made names for themselves online, like make day two, top 128, top 64 top eight like it's it's awesome like uh like liam kid i mean he got top eight in in vancouver and he's made a name for himself online before too so yeah liam uh, was at the uh, at the 1k matter of fact and then i also think of uh ricardo toddy he played a lot of limitless tournaments mm -hmm. and you know he had, he had played you know irl too, you know. regionals and i think brazil so yeah yeah um he played a lot of you know uh he played in a few regionals you know irl i think he played in one or two but um played a lot of you know stuff online and then he went and just took runner up at that, uh, that one in Brazil. So it's translating. It's starting to get there. Well, the other thing too, that I find is really cool is now that Pokemon, um, it doesn't get talked about enough, but Pokemon splits um, the Oceania region, which used to be Australia, New Zealand, and uh, the Asian playing countries that were observed. And now those are part of TPCI Asia. So it's really cool now to see um, globally, the whole game come together because there are players from uh, China. There are players from, oh. Um, from Japan. There are players from Singapore, like Cash and stuff like that, that are playing in these tournaments that we wouldn't even have the opportunity to play with them um, otherwise. That's absolutely amazing from a global aspect. Yeah, no, I, I definitely think it's interesting too. And like part of that with uh, TPCI Asia, I, I kind of feel like we're not going to rotate the same time we normally do because of it. I think... I don't know if that's because of that. I, I haven't necessarily looked into the factors, but um, it would be really cool if we... Uh, I know a lot of people do not like Inteleon engine for some reason. I like searching for the cards that I want. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> if you're like, hey, Zach, you want to get directly what you want? Yep. Um, but I, I think like uh, rotation is, it's it's one of those times that's really cool in Pokemon. It's also one of those times that can be, uh, deck building can be painful because you lose a lot of stuff. And I, I, I think that like people like having their cards. I have all, all these cards. I want to use them. Yeah, and it's definitely hard on new players too, like with budget concerns as well. Like, oh, just just be like, oh yeah, hey, you know, we're doing standard tournament. Oh, by the way, half your deck well, but, yeah. uh, is left the format. You're gonna have to get some new cards, and people are like, oh, and it's uh, rough on newer players. So to give them a little bit more time potentially, that's always a nice factor too. Um, when I was at the uh, the one K, one of the judges talked about a time when uh he was judging at some regional. And someone rolled up into the juniors division and just had a, a deck of like, hey, I just, you know, my dad and I can't want to play, you know, I play cards. I like, I like Pokemon. And all his cards, I think for like two, were like expanded. And they didn't understand the difference between, you know, expanded and standard, whatever it was. So just about to hit a theme deck and he just played right out the theme deck, you know. So that rotation can really catch people off guard. I've, I've known people, you know, go away from PTCGO for a while and they come back like, hey, I'm ready to play. And then they have like no decks. So like, where are my decks? 
Well, some stuff rotated. The game updated, and now you got to remake your stuff. So I, rotation is good. I I don't. I hope they don't delay it. But if they do, I guess it puts us more in sync with uh, what else is going on around the world too. So there's pros and cons to it. Yeah, it's 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 definitely weird because like normally by now we have an announcement at least, and I mm-hmm. I, I think we we I, there hasn't been anything formally announced about it yet. Yeah, I mean, I think I think we're all just waiting for a whole bunch of announcements. I mean, um, things that I found that like were really weird over the past couple of years, just to throw it out there because I don't think it gets talked about. Like every single world, they always announce like this new action's coming to the TCG, and I mean, then they show like one of the new Pokemon. We all go like, Whoa! we were at a rave and yeah. stuff like that. Um, we haven't had. I that remember when a um, couple of years, like even during like the Players Cup, we're doing Players Cup. Right, so, but, but um, so that's when they brought in a uh, Calyrexus, and everybody's like, "Oh my gosh, Calyrex uh, Shadow Rider seems so broken." I don't think they announced it, it, right? Like, I don't think they officially announced that. I think they just made the set. Right? Was I wrong? No, no, no they that, announced it. They yeah, there was it. an announcement, like sort of like at Worlds, how they would do it every year. They did one. Oh, okay. yeah, maybe that's because Players Cup was around the time of uh, was it Players Cup three around the time of Worlds, or was it two? It was three. It was three, right? They recorded. They, they, they did those way earlier than we all thought it was going to be. So. uh I had I had to hold on to those results for like a little bit. Those it, it wasn't like live. Obviously with PTCGO you can't get it live that nice. But um, anyways, I'm just excited for announcements. I know like at NAIC in previous seasons because that's coming up in a few weeks. Um, mm-hmm. They usually announce uh, the structure for next season, like uh, yeah. the regionals that are coming up. And I mean, um, I'm excited to see what regionals are coming up. We we uh, ended Come the season or that half season where there's Toronto regionals. And then I was expecting it in this season. They're like, Vancouver, the other side of the country, Zach. <laughs> I was like, oh, sick. I, I love Canada. Uh, but that was cool. It's one of those things where I, I'm really hoping for, like, maybe a Toronto Fall Regionals. Uh, that'd be really awesome. I'd love to go Come see on, uh, Fresno. maybe Fresno Regionals. Come on, Fresno, please. Oh, my God. <laughs> we all know the people are traveling up there anyway, so. Yeah, everyone's got to play in the 1K. They might as well sign up for the Regional at the same time, right? <laughs> I mean, they just came out and said that we're getting official Pokemon leagues back starting the seventh. So I heard about that. Someone so, mentioned that to me uh, at, at the one K, and I was like, "Really? I yeah, didn't know that." Still waiting on like how they want it to be done, and I think you will need to follow like the COVID protocols, uh, mask, designated food, drink areas, limited number of patrons per venue, so on and so forth. So we'll see how. I that, mean, I don't know what that, that means down. for a lot of places. Yeah. I don't know about the stores. If if any of y'all have been to the stores, but I think it's a uh vastly different than what um official pokemon tournaments look like right yeah yeah like a lot of people are maskless you know, a lot of people are vaccinated unvaccinated no it's the wild wild west and i think uh <laughs> it, it's who cares right i think at that point not to say that who cares about covid or anything else like that i, I hope that all the stores if we get stuff back that we are able to kind of grow that garden again yeah and i mean a lot of a lot of you know mom and pop card shops they they rely on drink and snack sales too for profit margins and if they can't sell it or people can't eat it or drink it they're going to lose a little bit of the profit uh, area too You're right so that's a, right. that's a whole weird ball game there for all of that so i hope they uh find a way to make everything work and hopefully like local leagues coming back is a good foot in the door for a lot of new players too all right so let's talk about milwaukee and what we think we're going to see. Uh, definitely we're going to see some Palkia. And we're going to see some Arceus variants. Uh, any I other agree. potential hot takes uh, coming into it? I think that exactly. um, yeah. if we kind of look at the, like how the metagame goes, um, 
historically at early events, which we also have this weekend, there's the the Melbourne regionals that's going to have um, Astro Legal. Oh, I wouldn't. Yeah. yeah, I think we're. I think Mew's going to dominate. We know how Mew is built. We know how well it does against some of these new decks. And if people are playing around with things like Palkia um, and non-dark decks or non-exclusive decks trying to beat Mew, I think uh, that deck does very well um, there. I mean, I think that everything else, for the most part, hasn't necessarily changed from Brilliant Stars. Um, our format's more or less the same, but we have um, add a little bit of Regigigas, add a little bit of Blissey Miltank, add yeah. Palkia V-Star um, in mass quantities, and then the format remains the same. So we might see a couple lightning techs here or there, um, but I think the metagames can be relatively tame, especially as players struggle to acquire cards. I don't know about y'all, I actually do not have... I have one Palkia V, period. Uh, that's it from the set. Nothing else that's really relevant. <laughs> yeah, it, I've been lucky and unlucky at the same time with it, those Palkias and with just the cards in general. Astral Radiance has been a little bit weird uh, in comparison to other sets... Where, like, after the fact of release, card prices have continuously gone up. Um, we've seen, we talked about the Machamp last week on the pod and how it had a buyout and went crazy. And then TCG player put out an article and they used my tweets. Uh, um, and then now the Beedrill's going up in price. The, uh, out, of another no, one too. out of nowhere, yeah, the um. Sui and Sneasler alt art's going up in price. But yet, like, things like Darkrai V-Star is $30 US. Uh, Palkia, 30, $35. And, like, some of these things pre-sold at these prices, but they're going right back over the pre-sale prices, and it's actually kind of a mm -hmm. weird, a weird thing, where you've got like this group of people who are collecting out there, and then you got people scrambling to buy cards for these events, and then yet there's only one print run of Astral Radiance, so it's just making it really hard for people to get the stuff they want to get. Yeah, I'm close to Palkia. I have two two. I ended up pulling a two V's and a V star and had to buy a V star for like twenty seven bucks. Twenty seven bucks sounds like a steal nowadays. Yeah. I guess you're right. It hurt my feelings at the time. I was like, oh my heart. But yeah, I guess you're right. <laughs> yeah, it hasn't been like this in a hot minute for uh, any any set, honestly. And I feel like maybe it's because of we have uh in person events again now as as a big factor of it. And how, well, yeah. how I the, think all these that's, new that's V's the and V stars are relative to play. Compared to a pile of Emaxes that just end up in a dumpster. Like, people want to try these new decks, like Lilligant and Darkrai, and they might not be. Are you taking a shot at a. Go ahead. You taking a shot at Dreadnought VMAX and Mimikyu VMAX? Come on, man. I mean, yeah. Give him a chance. Kind of. Really, Dreadnought? Really? Dreadnought, uh, you, know, uh, you know, in a way, has what, 370 HP? 360, whatever it is. I think it has He's a thick boy. I think, it, I think it has like, I think it has an ability that minuses some damage off, but I don't think there's any VMAX with 360. At that point, I might play it. It's close. <laughs> He's at what, 330, right? And then you minus uh, 30 damage, 360. He's right there. Can I introduce you to your new friend, Path to the Peak? It's 320, and then it takes 30 less. Like, so that's 350. On, that's on 370. 350, you slap a, a, a big charm on it, and then, you know what? I'm going to use that for stocks. Let me type that in. This just in. Uh, Gazer's not good at math. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. We still love you, Gazer. But no, um, Zach, uh, so far with Astral Radiance, man, I know the next regionals are, you know, from here on out, you know, the, the next major regionals are going to, you know, be Astral Legal. Outside of Palkia, is there anything from this set that's like just 
going to be played or usable or, or, or talk to me about that. For Milwaukee regionals, I mean, I think we're going to see some of that Gigas action. I think it's fun for all the Yu-Gi-Oh kids out there trying to replicate Yu-Gi-Oh, uh, the Exodia. And Exodia! Stuff. Yeah. Obliterate! Yeah, exactly. <laughs> then, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think that's cool. I think the Blissey Mill Tank deck is cool. Um, my definition of cool means that they're like tier two-ish is how it feels reasonably. It's um, They can steal games off decks for sure, but I think that they're countered. Uh, easily counterable is what I'd say. Um, I think Ice Rider got a little bit better from the sets uh, because, again, Palkia, Radiant Halucha. I, I think this set's not really a deck, a set that has all-star cards. Um, a lot of the cards are very good, but they're very deck-specific or they need extra time to cook. So something like Dark Patch, you yeah. think, is the coolest card ever. Um, I think we need better Dark Pokemon before we see that come out or we need a rotation or something. So my whole thing is just, like, uh, Dark Patch seems good. Gutsy Pickaxe. That's a card in past formats that we'd be dying for. Mm -hmm. um, not really played right now. Um, even other things like Magnezone. So I think there's a lot of cards in this set that, like, over time we'll see play. Um, so it's hard to pick and choose between those. Um, I think just generally going over and, like, playing what you think is good right now is probably the best idea. Um, but uh, in terms of cards outside of the set, some of the cards that I'm the most excited about that I've been seeing a lot more or that I think could be successful are um, the Surfing and Flying Pikachu from uh, Celebrations. Yeah, wait a, yeah. Hold on. Wait a, wait a second, Zach. Wait. You guys just you know, you guys diss me and, and give me a hard time for dreading off VMAX. You, and you you're like, then Zach's going to bring out the bleep, 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 Flying Pikachu? <laughs> exactly. Ex explain yourself on that one, man. Tell me about the Pikachu. Okay, Palkia, Palkia stonks. Weak to lightning. Pikachu, lightning type. Arceus, Pikachu, hand in hand shake. I think that's about as easy as we can get there. So, uh, big lightning V Maxes. They happen to be some of the best. Uh, free retreat is kind of hot on the flying Pikachu. Yeah. The attack is also really cool against Regigigas, uh, Dark Lightning Toolbox, uh, Blissey Miltank, because you could just, people, they can't win against it. So, I mean, um, I'll, I'll give out the big leak. If there's any deck that I have in the back of my mind when I'm thinking about other decks, like, I'll be like, oh, yeah, I'm used tier one. I'm thinking about flying Pikachu Mightyana, and I'm just like, if I attack with flying Pikachu and hit these Palkia and decks that only play basic Pokemon because it says for lightning colorless, colorless, uh, if the defending Pokemon, if um, your opponent's basic Pokemon can't attack or do something to the Pikachu anyways, um, it, it's cool. And I mean, Mighty Anna knocks out Mew VMAX, and I'm like, this deck's hot. That falls to, to Miltank, though, right? Wait, what? Miltank can attack you, but you can't attack Miltank either. Yeah, yeah, I think you'll deck out your opponent first. Oh, okay, okay, okay. And then the, uh, they, have all, and then the... they have all that stuff. I don't, I don't know. Maybe, maybe I'm wrong. I haven't tested so much flying Pikachu versus Miltank, actually. I'm <laughs> testing some <laughs> other things, but... The bright side, too, of the flying Pikachu versus other lightning like Tapu Koko is it's weak to lightning instead of fighting. So yeah. you don't have to be afraid of Urshifu popping its head back up for whatever reason. Oh, that is kind of, that, that, that's kind of hot right there. I'll give you that yeah. one. I that's also think it's, uh, it kind of goes full circle because, like, for me, even, like, for the surfing Pikachu, when I was uh, little Zach back in 2005, and I wasn't so little in 2005, as was a chonky uh, kid that didn't hit his growth spurt, but it's one of those things where uh, I, I brought the surfing Pikachu promo into my water-type deck to League the first time ever, and, of course, it was, like, super, 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 like, out-rotated and stuff like that, and whatever, but it was, uh, was kind of hot. I was like, oh, water energies on a lightning-type Pokemon. This is such a 
good strategy. And it, it just really, it, it was all right. But I mean, now we can play Surfing Pikachu again in real life, and it's probably a little bit better than that moment. So, yeah, a little didn't, bit of, uh, uh, didn't one of them do well in Japan? Yeah, I think there was an Arceus one uh, one Surfing Pikachu deck uh, with Inteleon that was really cool. Yeah. Uh, I mean, there's it. definitely some success there already, and I mean, if you want to beat Palkia, serving Pikachu does a pretty good job. Yeah, I can dig it. I can dig it. I think it's a cool, uh, cool tech piece. Yeah, there... I don't know if I'm on board with that. Any other sleeper <laughs> decks that you think uh, that might rear their head? Um, I think Arceus variants are just things that we need to continuously look into. Um, see if there's anything else like. I can think of a bunch of Arceus variants like Arceus Machamp VMAX. Have I got a chance to playtest that? No, but it sounds pretty cool, especially since we saw the success of Arceus um, Lucario V-Star. Mm -hmm. There's Cleaver V-Star. Like, there's all these cards surrounding the set. Um, and I think there's just a lot of... Um, too many stones that are not... They're, they're, they're still covered. We need to uncover some more stones. Okay. Stuff so, like that. So I think it's, uh, it's pretty cool. Um, a lot of things that you can do just like with a vanilla deck like Arceus and toss it in there. So, I mean, I think Arceus variants are probably going to take the most. Um, Mew's pretty much discovered at this point. I think Palkia is getting close to being discovered. The Regigigas deck, we only have so many Regis that we could toss in the deck. Reggie, Reggie. <laughs> Gazer's new Gazer favorite. out here doing the whole Braille thing. Does anyone else remember that from uh, Ruby Sapphire? Yeah, I didn't from, figure from out. From Gen 3, yes. Yep. From Gen 3. Yes, sir. That was fire. <laughs> All right, let's move into stonks. I know we have a limited time window tonight. So, uh, Gazer, take it away, man. What do you think is uh, the hot trend right now? Um, okay, so, don't laugh at me, but I think you can see, uh, uh, I guess it's going to be not even a spike in play, but I guess you could finally see it being played. Can I interest anyone in Machamp VMAX? A little bit. Anyone at all. Okay, hear me out. Um, outside of the Mew matchup, it has pretty good matchups over the board. 330 HP is pretty thick, right? That's a, that's a big boy. That's a thick boy. Um, the Revenge Buster. Something has damage counters on it. Okay, fine. Um, you hit, what, 220, right? Slap a choice belt. That's, if, if my math is correct, that's 250. Is that right? I have a match check out. I does in a minute. I think it's okay. Yeah, you're good. Yeah, 220 plus 30 is 250. You play Grant. That's another 30 damage. You're hitting 280. That knocks out all your V-Stars, right? There's no V-Star over 280, is there? No, not at the moment. Yeah, so you're knocking out all the V-Stars, okay? V-Maxes, different story. You add in Halucha, you might be able to get to smaller V-Maxes, you know, 310 damage. But the damage modifiers, you know, can go from there. And then next turn, if you need Grant again, you have Grant. I'm thinking Machamp V-Max, freaking Barrel, uh, maybe some Gutsy Pickaxes, maybe some Cheryl's. You want to get real real cute with it. I think this could see some some play in maybe one of your late nights, Zach, like in a random, just a deck that, you know, gets the top eight out of nowhere, and people are like, what is this? I say Machamp VMAX. I think the songs are going to go up on that. Cool. I'm, I'm just saying. I'm yeah, just saying. I think it'd be all right. Uh, got a play test to put some time into it and figure it out. There, there might be something there. Uh, for value, honestly, like, again, last week we talked about the, the Machamp alternate art. Uh, all these alternate arts are going crazy. There's definitely some, like, mass collector targeting of Astral Radiance. Uh, honestly, though, I would say actually just buy booster boxes for once. Um, I know it's a weird a weird take, but the prices of boxes, for some reason, to keep coming down, and the odds of you hitting value out of it are just starting to look better. Um, Wait a second. 
Steuben, for the can, last if you can get a booster box of Astro Radiance for you know ninety to a hundred dollars, I think it's a solid uh, a solid take for once. For the last two months, you told me to start buying singles and stop buying products. And, and to, to now you tell me to, to buy products. Yes, to build and, a, to and, build a deck, buy singles one hundred percent. To buy what? Uh, always, always just just buy the singles you want for a deck specifically. But if you just if you're just feeling frisky, I think I think uh, Astro boxes are actually kind of a hot take. I do feel kind of frisky sometimes, but my my liquid box has been bad with this Astro Radiance. My boxes and ETBs haven't been that hot. Now my building battles, I've I bought about ten of those. Zach, building battles been fire. Full art Irita, Irata, Irina, the the chick. Full art her. Um, <laughs> two Palkia V's, a Palkia V star. Um, Haluchas, Reninjas, all out of building battles. My building battles have been fire. It's those ETBs that I I, I got to stay away from those. And the booster box I bought too. But you say if I can find a booster box for around ninety hundred bucks, things worth a shot to try to maybe grab a, a Ultimate Art Starmie or something like that. I think so. I think you have good odds, especially some of those uh, trainer gallery cards. The Starmie's pushing closer to fifty USD. Uh, the Garchomp with Cynthia on it's almost a forty-five dollar card. Uh, a lot of those ones in there, the full art supporters, are eight to ten dollars a piece out of the trainer gallery by itself. People seem to be hitting uh, at least one or two of those mid to high end. Uh, area ones out of that trainer gallery and again now there's there's multiple cards well over 40 50 dollars uh in the main set that's true easily that's true um funny story real quick and then i, I want to hear about zach's uh stonks and see what he thinks is gonna you know see some more play or go up in price i mean i um, think uh i don't know if it's necessarily gonna go and uh, go up and play but i think what are you uh, thinking dark v star i think is a little underrated um mm -hmm. i might be underrating it myself um, what was good before is likely good again, so I think it's one of those things that's uh, pretty cool. Um, I think just like building up a bunch of energies and basically playing dark type Shadow Rider sounds very good. Um, <laughs> I ran into a Dark Ride V Star at the uh, at the one K, and my Reggies were giving it the business. We're going, you know, we're going two for two for one, two for two. You know, which, the prize trade is my favorite. He has all those two prizes on the bench. He has the freaking uh, he has a Hoopa back there, but Hoopa can't do anything. Ninety damage. And I just one shot it after that, and. I'm taking out. He has a crow bat, and I'm taking out his dark cross. You know, it's it's a good battle. He played the baby Motres. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yep. He played the baby Motres. Grabbed enough energy for it. He saved his V star for the last second. Grabbed his uh ordinary rod from the discard pile. Baby Motres put it down. Knocked out my uh. Was it my Reggie Gigas or knocked out something? And if I return to knockout, he just finished me off. And my deck didn't play boss. I didn't put boss in my deck. And. He got me oh, both no. times like that. I lost both games the same exact way. Down to two prizes, baby Motrez, boom, and I'm in trouble. But um, I, I handled his dark ride pretty well. It, the damage can't get up there, though. The damage got up there. It scaled pretty high. You're, you're not wrong about that. I think it's just one of those decks that might like flourish at some point. I wouldn't be surprised if someone took it on a deep run and had this really cool list. I mean, I really like how the list that I'm playing goes. Um, do you I'm think sure it can uh, really take off after rotation, or do you think it's happening right now? I don't know. I think it could be anything. I go back and forth on it. I think it's pretty cool. So I Dark Ride is one of the ones. I mean, it's, yeah. it's probably also going to just go up in price as well. Um, I think what a lot of people fail to realize is that there's only one Dark Ride V and V Star available in the set. There's no, I don't think there's a Rainbow one, an Alt Art one, a Full Art one. No, nope, so in Japan they were, um, they were they were uh, high class V decks in Japan. So. Same sort of treatment with the the Gengar and the Inteleon before. Like, look at Gengar, uh, the VMAX, uh, before its success was like $20, $25. Uh, mm -hmm. And then, you know, now it's still a $15 VMAX out of a set that people don't like to open. So, 
For which one? Right here. V, uh, Gengar. Right. Gengar VMAX. Uh, it oh, had, yeah, it yeah, had yeah. the alternate art only because it was like a, a lotto sort of situation in Japan with a release for that. But it didn't have uh, a rainbow or another full art or anything to, you know, get Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're there. totally right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think I just like Dark Knight Pokemon. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I, I, won I, a booster box. I won a booster box with Dark Rye in a tournament last week uh, at one of our locals, so it was a lot of fun. Uh, deck feels pretty crazy sometimes. Yeah. Shout out to our guy, Mr. Pokemon. He's uh, He's been on the Dark, the dark High Wagon from the get-go, and Subin, you and I wasn't on the on the wagon of it. Now you're on the wagon. And I, 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 the I, I just kept pulling him, and I was like, well, if I, if I have them all, I might as well play it. Might as well have some fun. <laughs> Man. Um, there's speaking of dark types, get this, and I, I've called this, and it might it might be on the way back now. Somebody here, took top here, four here, with a turn of this. Oh, oh yeah, here we go, a turn of this every week, every week. Gaze somebody took week. top four with a turn of this yeah, at the one k. <laughs> it took top four. It had a turn of this. It had Samurai V V Star. Um, it had goons. I talked. I um, I lost. No, did I look? I lost to a guy. I lost to a guy who ended up losing to that deck, and he said that deck gave his Arceus uh, Inteleon deck the the business. He said the pings were everywhere, the goons. He played Obstagoon too, so extra 30 here. Attorneys came in and knocked stuff out. He, he just said it, it was just too much for him. And this guy took top four. He ended up losing to uh, he ended up losing to, to Azul and his Mew. But Eternus is it, it's on the way back. I'm trying to tell y'all. It's coming. It's on the way back. You've said it every week for like the past four episodes. I mean, I think like I thought about this the other day too, actually, and I was like yeah, it should probably be Palkia. Then I realized that subspace well counts all your extra bench Pokemon too. <laughs> yeah, that so part's a little. That that part was I was two, like, oh, four, oh, six, oh. eight, ten, twelve, four. So if you got eight on the bench, you're just hitting like one sixty off the bench. One eighty, two sixty, two twenty, two sixty plus sixty. <laughs> it's a yeah. yeah. It's, a, it's a it's a little bit too much for two energies there. So I mean, two energy pr- two two prize card Pokemon knocking out uh, three prize card Pokemon. Yeah, I can imagine Palkia would probably, like... You'd have to have a pretty bad start with Palkia to lose there. Yeah, because you have to bench. You have to bench with Darkrai. Or, I'm not Darkrai. E-turn. You have to. If not, you just do nothing. So it's unfortunate there. But I do think I the Samurai sounds kind of hot. I mean, I think Yeah, this guy had a Samurai. He had, I mean, think about it. If you had the Samurai and use the, uh, use the V-Star, that's 40. You hit for, what, 2? Is it 240? So that's 280. 270. 270. Yeah. So yeah, so that's the knockout right there anyway. So you don't have to necessarily go, you know, with the turn. You can just go Samurai and you can go uh, Zigzagoons like this guy played. Okay. I think E-Turn's a very good deck to introduce someone to the game. And I'll leave, I think it's I think it's one of those things where strategies, it has the unique flair of building up that big bench. Um, if I was playing in a tournament tomorrow, I probably would not be bringing E-Turn. That's I'm cool. going to bring it back. It's cool. I'll, I'll show you guys. Definitely like it's, uh, it's an idea in the back of my mind. Watch. I'm gonna make. I'm gonna bring a turn of this back. I'm gonna make a, a Dreadnought Vmax a thing. I'm, I'm gonna uh, make Lilligan a thing. I got you guys. Watch this. I mean, Lilligan. I have more faith in than the other two. It just yeah. you gotta find the right build for Lilligan. I think before we can actually see it succeed. I swear I'm close. I'm, I'm like this close. I swear I am. Okay. Okay. I challenge you to do it then. <laughs> I got you. All right. <laughs> All right. Let's do the Q and A because uh, we got a we got a. We gotta get this man out of here. He's a busy man, busy man. Got some Metafy coach and a link down below for his uh, his YouTube, his uh, Twitch, his Twitter, his Metafy channel, everything. Yeah, all the links will be in the description of the video and on the podcast. Of course, this is always going to be on Apple, Anchor, Spotify, and Google Podcasts, and of course, YouTube. A few days later. 
But yep. uh, first, first question is from X Tangram. Who inspired you to start making content? Um, I wouldn't say that there was any one group or anything else like that. I've always been uh, really compelled to create content. But I mean, um, you got to look at uh, some of the greats. And I mean, we see Top Cut. We see um, mm. Tricky Jim. I mean, I think there, there's a lot of things out there. But I mean, it, it's a natural progression for anyone to kind of grow in there. Um, I feel for all the players that just think that they can make it as players and like go full time and stuff like that. Uh, it's not how that's going to work out. I mean, if you're not necessarily in that place, I think that um, content creation is just huge when it comes into it. I've always been dabbling around with um, article writing and stuff like that. Having a video content, I just needed a computer. And I mean, the pandemic, I think if anything, the pandemic really pushed me into um, making that switch over. Because uh, I think I'm probably known now more for my content than any accomplishment I have. Yeah, there's there's probably people in your audience that might not even know that then that you that you won Players Cup too, and that you got second at Oceania. So like they they might not even yeah. they may not even know because I mean it was you know it's been a while, right? Yeah, and you don't you don't like, you don't like flaunt at every single video like hey Zach Lesage here oh I won Players Cup too here's your deck profile by the <laughs> way like you know a first time viewer is not going to have any idea, and if they stick around then you never know so. Uh, that's a... You should open up every uh, video just holding you, holding one of your trophies, either Players Cup <laughs> or the Oceana one, and just right by your head. What are you? Yeah, just, just hold them on your shoulders or whatever. Exactly, Sasha. <laughs> oh man! All right, Gazer, take the next question. There's a few uh, um, risque ones, so good luck. Oh boy. Okay, so I guess going back to our um, discussion on toilet paper, Bags ninety asks, "Why doesn't Gazer wipe?" <laughs> Yeah, Zach, why doesn't Gazer wipe? <laughs> I mean, uh, maybe maybe they have a toilet paper shortage out there. I'm not sure. <laughs> Gazer, there was that time Gazer, in 2020. Gazer, I have to ask you, how many plies do you like? Two. Two? Two. See, I feel um, like my fingers must be strong or something. Or I, I, Yeah, I think it's one of those things where I need at least four plies. Oh, oh two man. works for me. I tried three, and three was just it, it's, what I was using. It's just falling apart, just rubbing the pieces. Like this isn't gonna work. So two is fine. Gotcha. That's kind of person. That's a personal. That's personal. Uh, that's that's a personal statement, isn't it? My bad. Oh gazer. <laughs> oh gazer. All right. This one is. This is definitely a from a Canadian to a Canadian question from our friend Papa Toot. Papa Toot. What is your opinion on bag milk? It's all jiggly and stuff like that. Like you're trying to put it in the milk <laughs> container, and then there's even the special milk cutters that you're snipping. And I mean, it's just not going to work out. Uh, I think we discussed a little bit earlier. I, if I'm, if I'm, I, any container of milk I have is in the one that are shaped like these larger things, like the the cartons, I guess. Uh, we don't have like the gallons of milk or anything else like that. Um, but uh, yeah, I usually just go for more of like uh, just like milk that's normal. Yes. <laughs> no, I want normal milk. At my elementary school, we had bag milk for a while. We had the you know the carton, and they switched to the bag, which is about the size of a maybe a maybe the size of these building battle packs I'm selling right here. Subin, I got them right here if you want them. Um, it's about the size of this. I don't you even. Know, so I don't even see shrink wrap on those, dude. They sound like they have loose cards inside of them already. Are you trying to sell me your bulk? Maybe they have. Maybe they have bag I may have taken the, the the good cards out, but there's still other cards in here. Trust me, there so, are cards in here. So you're trying to sell me your bulk. There's cards in here, and there's a few. Hashtag there's a couple rares. Yeah. There's a couple rares in here. Uh, and sometimes they, sometimes they leak. I swear. 
the leaky milk. Not a good, not a good leak in the fridge. Luckily, our <laughs> that sounds bad. Luckily, ours never leaked. Uh, next question from uh, PJ. Shout out to the Shuffle Squad, by the way. Yeah, you're uh, you're actually guest number three uh, from the Shuffle Squad we've had on so far. We so. had Linty, we had LDF, and now we have Zachary yeah. Lesage. Who's That's next? True. We're we're assembling the Affinity Gauntlet of Shuffle Squad members on the on the pod. Every time we grab one of them, we just put uh, put them on there, put them on there into the gauntlet. But no, this is from PJ. Uh, shout out to the Shuffle Squad. Uh, who was Zach's favorite manager? My favorite manager. Gotta give it out to my gotta give it out to my home slice PJ. Shout out to PJ. PJ, I I don't know if PJ signs my paychecks, but shout out to PJ. Uh, <laughs> totally not. Two, two uh, never felt better in my saying them. Oh, I man. was gonna finish that in a different way. And, yeah, anyway. it's not it's not because he pays you, right? It's because you really you shout out to PJ. PJ, right? I think it. PJ is the only man in the Shuffle Squad. <laughs> shout oh, out, shout out to PJ. All right, one final question before we get on out of here. What is your favorite deck list from Astral Radiance so far from Mr. Pokemon 17? I really, I'm a filthy Mew player at heart. And uh, oh my gosh, there's something out there when I'm, when I'm using Silene and I'm like power tablet, power tablet, Silene heads, power tablet on top of my deck. Good game. <sighs> Extend my hand over the table. I, I get a little, I get a little giddy off that. Um, or when I get a Pokemon catcher heads, oh we got the Yeezy 700 uh, shoes that we could put on our Mew and I mean, it's it, Mew's on the come up. Mew keeps on getting better every single set. And I mean, I, I think I, Silene and Trekking shoes are my favorite cards to add into the deck. Agree. Yeah, boy, Mew just be running. He just be running with the shoes, man. He just. Oh yeah. Yeah, that was Azua Trekking shoes. And when Azua plays, and I said about the one K, when he plays, he's so just just called Trekking shoes, uh, Trekking shoes, uh, power tablet, uh, power tablet. I'm like, man. Mew's hot. He's so calm and calculated. Mew, uh, Mew gets a lot of hate. There's a lot of ways to counter Mew. It's it's a cool deck. Yeah, there's tons of options for it too. So, and like you just said, every set there's always something new we can put into it and splash it in. All right. Oh, uh, I I don't like Mew. Well, Zach, I thought you were my hero, man. Oh, shame shame on you, Gazer. Don't be like that. <laughs> All right. Well, Zach is a busy man and has to head off to coaching. So before we let you go. Any shout-outs you want to make, uh, any last-second things you want to say, the floor is yours. Take it away, Zach. Yeah, no worries. Uh, I, I really want to – I really appreciate both of you inviting me on here today. It's been great to hang out with you for the past hour or so. Got um, to give out a shout to uh, the Shuffle Squad and everyone who's creating content out there. So if you haven't got a chance to check out the Shuffle Squad on YouTube, uh, really cool over there, and I appreciate um, all the opportunities there. Mm-hmm. And I mean, um, beyond that, if you haven't got a chance to check out my content yet, check out uh, Zach Lesage on YouTube. Try to post the most competitive Pokemon content daily. Um, beyond that, yeah, it's just been uh, it's just been real. Thank you. Anytime, anytime. No, Zach, all all you, of Zach's man. links will be in the descriptions below and in the episodes on Spotify, Anchor. Yahoo, I guess now we're putting it on Yahoo. No, I'm kidding. Uh, Let's go. Everywhere bro. else, no. Yahoo's a dead man. It's just let it, you guys hit up it. Zach Lasage for a metafight coach. He's a great coach, man. Um, Zach, I might need your coaching. You might have to show me how to play the Reggie's the right way. I so mean, I need, uh, right now I'm gonna have a special thirty percent code off for any uh, first time person using Metafy. So if you oh, are yeah. trying to uh, get some coaching there, I mean, I'm not the cheapest coach on there by any chance. I think I'm actually on the other end of that spectrum. Um, but I do put in a, I put in a full, 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 full week and really make sure that the coaching's worthwhile. So, um, if anyone's ever looking for that, I totally would love to, uh, hit me up. We even have free coaching consultations. So get a chance to know me a little bit, talk to me and if the vibe's right, it's right. 
So right on, right on. There we go, Zach. Uh, last question before I let you head out. Um, when are you and I going to do another uh, uh, casting of a tournament, man? That was so dope. Casting, I enjoyed that. We'll, so much. we'll figure it out. We got late night season five. Let's, I, uh, let's go. We'll make this happen. You gotta, you gotta respond go. to my DMs. You gotta respond to my DMs. Yeah, Gazer's notoriously yeah. bad at replying to messages. Yeah. So maybe, yeah. maybe I invited you. Just don't even remember, but. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> Oh, but Zach, we appreciate we'll, we'll you, man. Thank you so much. We we have to, man. I, I I had such a good time with you that one time, man. I felt like we had good chemistry. Sure. Bounced off each other pretty well. It was a good time, man. Gotcha. Well, I gotta go, Jet. But again, really appreciate the opportunity, and thank you so much, guys. Anytime. Thanks for uh, joining us. Exactly. And we'll see you guys in the next episode. Peace out. Peace out. Later.